episode of No Idea with Gaz and Hugh. It's Sunday evening. This is take two of this podcast. Try, what do we, do we try to do Thursday or Friday? Friday. Friday. Yeah. So yeah. We try to do it on Friday and for various technical reasons, despite our uh, publicised uh, test broadcast that we did. Um, yeah. It, it all worked out badly. So we're here on air, what, nine o'clock? Half eight, nine o'clock Sunday evening? Something like that. Yeah, like so I hope everyone's had a lovely week. Oh, can you hear those sirens? <laughs> yeah, I love this shit all man. Um, yeah, so hope everyone's had a lovely week. Sun's been out if you're in the UK, I think, pretty much everywhere. Uh, yeah, looking forward to actually doing this. So we didn't publicise what we we're going to talk about because we're just going to chat. We see that's the best way, better way of doing it. Because last time we said we we're going to talk about loads of things and then didn't talk about them, so I think this is better. But the thing that had us both like riled up slightly, riled up. You you pulled the face of that of that that word. I was trying to remember what the thing was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't, whether people have seen this or not, so the BBC at. Around the start of the week, wasn't it? it was the end of last week, start of this week, they brought this thing out called BBC Verify, which is basically a unit within the BBC, which is going to bring all of the experience and professionalism that the BBC has to do with finding out what is real news and verifying things to make sure that there's no dis- disinformation and misinformation, because that's we don't want that from a a national broadcaster, do we? So they're going to help you as a minion trying to live your life by where have you gone? I'm here. I've lost my I've lost the picture for Hugh, but it's fine. Um, yeah. Okay, as long as you're still here, we can't do this without you. Yeah. So basically, this sounds like a great idea. Um, I, as I always do, I see something, I send it to Hugh, and Hugh will either go, fuck's sake, or he'll send me many lengthy messages back uh, explaining why I'm fucking panicking and I'm wrong, and etc. Uh, and in this case, I think we've, we kind of both had the same idea, didn't we, that this is potentially somebody marking their own homework. Well, I think the first thing is, what is it, right? So what do you think BBC Verify is? Well, I, I kind of explained it. I think it is they basically partitioned up, partitioned, partitioned up a section uh, within the organisation to go over news stories. I don't know if they're doing this to themselves or they're doing this to other people. Or um, the idea is it's like fact checking, effectively. So they're going to do they're going to journalists themselves. That's what it sounded like to me. To make sure that people aren't receiving disinformation or misinformation. Yeah. When, when I heard it and read the headlines on it, I th- my immediate thought was, oh, BBC are putting together a formal fact-checking organisation, which they would go and fact-check 
other people, well, fact stuff, fact check stuff online, right? Yeah. Um, there's an additional quote being put out, which I didn't see the other day when we were talking about this. Which, okay. Because when I was reading about this, it didn't really say how they would, what they were going to communicate to the public, what was good for the public, right? So it's not about okay. transparency and all this, but so let me just read this from Deborah Turner, the CEO of BBC News. BBC Verify is transparency in action. Fact-checking, verifying video, countering disinformation, analysing data and explaining complex stories in the pursuit of truth. This is our promise to consumers. We understand that their trust must be earned and we'll show them how we are doing that each and every day. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, this is what they should be doing anyway. This is normal due diligence. (laughs) That's true. That hasn't even occurred to me. (laughs) Right? You should be, so it says you, we understand that their trust must be earned. The sad thing is, the BBC had much, and I can't put a figure on what the percentage of people that trust it compared to don't, or what, what, what the changes have been in the last few years. We know it's changed, right? You can't say everyone hates the BBC and everyone discusses them because it's not true. But certainly it must have been impacted badly. Because I certainly don't think the same way as it did before. But the sad thing is, they used to be a reputable, a much more reputable source of news than they are today uh, and i would argue it's because it was much more due diligence going in to what they used to do they used to pay attention to maybe fact checking although it would have been a different different term back in the day verifying video verifying content that they receive countering disinformation whatever that means analyzing data this is barely basics this is yeah. barely basics for a journalist organization now like you said they're gonna it sounds to me like this is a unit inside the bbc that they're gonna gonna be it's internal quality management is what you could describe it as. But they, what they've done is they've, they've, they've put, they put a bunch of different units within the organisation which were responsible for elements of different things. Like there was, there is a fact checking unit. There is other units that are responsible for different things around this sphere of quality management. Call it that, right? Mm-hmm. Bringing them all in together into one team under BBC Verify. So they've kind of reorganized what they already had, which was kind of compartmentalized, maybe. I don't know, I'm not inside the BBC, you know, and these siloed units here that brought them into one place. But back to my point, mm-hmm. they should be doing this anyway. Yeah. This announcement should be like, uh, what, you mean you weren't doing this before? Mm. Yeah, but that, that's what makes me think that it must be out, things happening outside of the BBC that they're, they're going to do because it's. Uh, it sounds a stupid thing to say. I mean, obviously, it's a fucking clown world at the moment, so anything can happen. But it sounds like for them to say, oh, by the way, we're going to have this unit within ourselves. It, it, obviously, it didn't to me because I'm an idiot. But to you there, straight away, it's like, well, yeah, they should be doing this stuff anyway. So that's what makes me feel that are they going to start doing it for other people or for, you know, stories that have come up on Twitter or fucking whatever? You know what I mean? Because it just seems too obvious to go... It's an, e- it's an easy thing to point to this again. Well, you should be doing this anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, if, they, if they're doing it properly, right? Like, this could be a reset for them. It could be that the new CEO is coming in and she wants to bring it back to where it was. She want, She's an honest journalist, maybe. I don't know her background. Like, wants to try to improve things, regain the public trust, do things properly. Maybe. I don't know. I'll do things the way they used to be done. I, I, don't, I don't know. But... It, it could very well be a good thing, right? Um, but I question whether 
if like if they find an article or they find some due diligence hasn't been done or a journalist has been a bit dishonest or a bit um loose with misinformation or interpretation of information or events mm-hmm. right in order to say a great headline yeah or get people reading the story when it's a bit yeah, disingenuous yeah. which we know happens all the time not just because of the bbc yeah, yeah. If they find that what are they going to do about it because if they talk about transparency here are they going to bring that to the public and say hey we made a mistake here this was the this was the this was the uh, impact of it this is our corrective action yeah. because unless they show that they're correcting things because they're doing this because they see a problem right Oh, of course, yeah. This, this is, is flat probably see it externally with the with people's perception of them, right? But yeah. they need to show corrective actions, find find issues, correct them, and not and not like sweep under the carpet or not publicise these things to a certain level. Not every small thing, but they need to no, be yeah. shown that they're making changes internally. Otherwise, this is just bullshit. It's just bullshit. It, they've done yeah. it to. They've done it just to put an article out, a restructure to make it look like they're doing something when in fact they're not, which I, I hope that's not the case. Yeah. It's also like, I think the BBC, it just, it seems like it's in a real bad way anyway to me because they've, and if some of it is just, it's out, it's kind of out of date. The way the world works, it's not necessarily, I'm not going, but what, where we are now is better or worse but you can't do it quite the same way that you used to and this is why i think the standard news everywhere has gone down because everything moves so quickly the excuse is that there's no time to verify we just have to get it out we have to break it first and um, if you're not breaking it first then you're you look like you're not as good as everybody else in if you're using that as a, a metric um so the idea and people's perception and you know attention is so fleeting that it's kind of, well, it doesn't matter if we fuck up because tomorrow we can just do something different and it, it you know, it doesn't really matter. So trying to kind of go back to the old way that they do things where it's, you know, we, we do these long investigations and whatever and we verify everything, that's really fucking difficult nowadays. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying it's really difficult. And if you look like the amount of people, I mean, we know that there's record numbers of people um, been in the TV license now for any Americans that are listening we basically in the UK we have to, if you have a TV you have to pay for a TV license and the TV license is just there pretty much to pray for the what what's your face doing not just if you've got a TV mate you don't have to have a TV oh no no sorry okay yeah so it's not just you've got a TV if, if you any watch anything, any live TV on any device yeah if it, so that's that's it be any live TV on any device, then you have to pay the TV license, which is what, 170 quid, something like that a year? Yeah. I'm shocked I haven't paid it for so long. And it's whether you watch, and it's regardless of whether you watch the BBC app. Yeah, exactly. But it, the that goes to pay the BBC, and that's how they're able to do it. So effectively, you know, they, if you do not do it, if you do not pay it, they will turn, people will turn up at your doorstep, try and scare you into paying it, and... Yeah, they're they're dicks about it, and you can, in theory, go. You'd be you'd be prosecuted for it. Not, I don't know if anyone's ever gone to prison for it, but you can be prosecuted for it, can't you? In theory, it's Maybe the first thousand pound fine, isn't it? Get googling. I, I, yeah, I'm, the what first the thing is one thousand pound. How much? 
£1,000 fine is the first step, I think. Right, bear with me two seconds. Did you hear anything then? Because fucking Siri just no, told... Yeah, okay, well, I don't know if it was going on my end. Let me just turn Siri off, because Siri just told me directions to the fucking BBC or something. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. Go ahead. Almost a third of women's convictions in the UK are for not yeah. paying a TV licence. That's fucking crazy. Women, <laughs> women, this is, this, the source here is independent. Women are almost 10 times more likely to be convicted for not paying a TV licence than men. Why is that? Right, let me just read the first paragraph, fine. Right? Yeah. Uh, I do want to come on to a little point that's popped up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Almost a third of women's convictions are for not paying a TV licence fee, figures have revealed. Women are 10 times more likely to be convicted for not paying the £157.50 annual fee than men, with growing numbers of women then being slapped with criminal records. The Ministry of Justice data shows. Right, it's going down the uh, Texas route, yeah. But... Yeah, well, it's the independence, isn't it? It's going to lean that way. Um... Going back a step. Yeah. Right. Right. So I was just thinking that if you got like an honest, I, like back to the BBC, I I hate on the BBC a lot, a yeah, lot. So I... right. Them and other old media, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I hate the BBC more because I don't want to hate them. They're the British yeah, agree with that. company. They mean so much, like yeah. so much history there. The World Service. Like, look how much good that has done. I love all the channels. I like. I used to listen to, you know, the top 40 and a flipping used to be on a Sunday. All that stuff. It just means so much across the world. I don't, I want the BBC to be a reputable, honest organisation flying the British fucking flag. That's mm-hmm. what I want. And they're not yeah. that in it, right? But I was just looking at this from an alternative point of view. So if you, let's say you're, a, let's say you're in the BBC or any old media now uh-huh. and you're like right we've got we're doing honest let's say you're doing honest journalism right and you're going we've got honest journalism we need to get the news to people and the only way you know how is through your tv channels right apart from well and but then people aren't watching those people don't consume the news that way so it's like how do how can generating money aside how does an, an organization that produces great news stories that people need to know about because X, Y, Z reason, mm-hmm. yeah, how scandal in the government, for example, we need to communicate this. How do they get the news to consumers who don't watch it, well, who, don't, who, who don't consume information the way the, the, way the world used to? How, yeah. do, how does my 18-year-old daughter, 